Hi, welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Vanelli. I'm delighted to have Tomakar and Elizabeth uh, on the panel. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcasts. Hey, and hello, ladies. I'm Elizabeth, and today we're going to be discussing our case study 5.11, which is clothing nudes. And this case study is based upon Joe Brown, who was a sculptor, um, and he was working in Princeton, New Jersey, where he lived. Um, and this sculpture that we're going to be talking about specifically is of athletes who lived in Princeton, New Jersey, and he did a larger-than-life bronze of two gymnasts uh, for the campus of Temple University in Philadelphia. So the issue, or maybe not an issue, of course, we're going to tap into that today, is that for this sculpture, there's a male figure and a female figure. Originally, they were both naked, but for the male figure, he ends up putting shorts on the male. And the the feet of this male are put on a pedestal and he holds an unclothed female over his head high up in the air. It's like a dramatic handstand that she's in. So this um, structure or this sculpture, of course, Mr. Brown was made it in response to a feminist complaint that the sexes are not treated equally in his work. Um, so of course, we're going to be discussing that as well. And he replied that I, he had at first intended like I said, for both figures to be unfold, but a move male, a nude male at street level in a city would, of course, lead to vandalization, spray paint, decoration, you know, just any kind of mockery of the male anatomy. And so it's a way that he added the shorts. So, of course, today we're going to discuss should such issues affect the aesthetic qualities of artwork? Should the sculptor have left both figures unclothed or should he have put clothes on both of them? Or should he have clothed the female and left the male unclothed? Like, what should he have done? And of course, keep in mind that this was after his equal equality for both genders was questioned. So now we have to look into the light of him putting these shirts on this female, leaving, I mean, putting these shirts on this male, leaving this female naked. And just from our own perspective, as far as the facts of the situation, what should he have done? Yeah, I agree. I feel intentionally he wanted both of them to be nude as this is an a sculpture for the athletic body for the athletic department and ultimately I don't think it would have been vandalized because this is a respected school and a respected department I think that for the sake of the aesthetics it should have just been the way he intended it to be as an artist definitely I mean, he did bring up the point of the male being on street level. So I guess he felt like it would make it easier to target. But then my question is, there's some people who are very dedicated when it comes to disturbing the peace. And they would very easily take a step ladder or climb the sculpture for that matter to vandalize the woman. Um, or even if you just have some spray paint, shake it up and shoot up forward or splash paint. I feel like there's a lot of ways that the woman could have been vandalized too. So I feel like it's possible that he might not have taken it into consideration or maybe he did and he felt like that wasn't as much of a big deal as, you know, having a male private part in everybody's face. Um, I personally think that from an art standpoint, <clears throat> it's art. Art is pure. Art is supposed to be up to the interpretation of the public. So now when it comes to nudity in art, we see plenty of nudity in art. You know, when you think of places like Greece, you think of European art, you think of historically how yeah. art has displayed even in churches you know you see in these big cathedrals nude art 
And um, it's never been sexualized or misinterpreted in a negative way. Of course, as people are young or maybe immature, people make a joke here and there. But as far as still respecting the integrity of the art, I feel like society does a good job of doing that. So I think it might have been a misread on his part because art is meant to be pure and received that way. Yes. I also feel that um, considering the issues or the effects of the aesthetic of the art, it was something dedicated for like the athletical department. So I wouldn't feel that you have to be nude to showcase that. You can still see the muscular features or the anatomy of a body without having it fully nude. Yeah, yes. And I feel like that directly kind of ties into the feminist complaints that he received because when you think about that okay so to she's you know he has her in this handstand position this detailed position that means that she's fully exposed mm -hmm. um you took the extra steps to put the shorts on the male and bronze art bronze sculpting is a very detailed process so it's not like it was like an easy one two three it's not like a painting where he just paint over you're doing something that takes time you know there's welding work that goes into this it's a very consuming process so he had to be very intentional about putting these shorts on this man i feel like if you were going to think that hard um and then not do anything about the woman's nudity then the feminist complaints Maybe to him, they were not justified, but I can see how he ended up in that situation. Yeah. Because it's like, you didn't go out of your way to conceal or to protect the female anatomy the way that you did with this male anatomy. And like I said, with art, there's really no barrier there. Nudity is nudity. And if you don't want nudity, then there should be no nudity. It's not, oh, the male can be covered, but the female should be nude. There's just either there is nudity or there's not. Yeah, it was left at a, at a halfway point in a way because he was like, I'll just put shorts on him. And then the woman had her breasts and her bottoms out as well. So it's like, why didn't you just do both if you were going to commit to the to covering up with shorts? And then also there's the fact that, um, you know, Temple is his alma mater. He is uh, somebody who attended. He was born in Philly. He died in Philly. He attended Temple University. And when we're doing anything for our schools you know us that's like if we were to go back and create some type of art for FIU I think that we would be very deliberate and very intentional about what we present to FIU because of course this is a place where we once walked we want the students that come after us to appreciate something that we invested our time into but we would also hold these students to a certain standard I would hope we would hold these students to a certain standard because we know the quality of the education they receive and we know the symbolicness of this being on campus and we understand that they would appreciate and really think about that symbolism so to me I felt like as an artist when he created this what exactly were the thoughts that were going through his mind about you know the school that he once attended because it's like you create something and of course he said his intention was for both figures to be nude yeah but for you to take that step back and then change your art. And it's not, and artists are usually very passionate about what they create. When they change something, it's not an easy decision for them to make because you're very intentional about what you make. You want it to be a certain kind of way, executed one type of way. So for you to change your mind and double back is just kind of unforeseen. And typically it doesn't happen very often. And you're creating something for the school that you attended. So you're way more passionate even for that reason. Um, I felt like that was not the easiest decision to make and 
it still kind of leaves you asking more questions, you know, or what were the alternatives? Because if the school had complained about the nudity, that's a completely different situation. Like you, when you go back and then have to fix something or revise something because there's a complaint coming from higher up, it's like he complained to himself <laughs> in yeah. a way. He's like, yeah, no, this is not looking right. I got bad ideas about this. But like we keep reinforcing um, that woman was left unclothed. You know, her parts are still exposed on campus. So it just kind of... When, when we interpret art, you know, we look at things in their entirety. For me personally, if I'm standing in front of a sculpture and a man has shorts on, but then I look up and there's this naked woman above my head, I'm like... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like the shock factor that probably was eliminated by the shorts is then rebrought when you look up and it's like, okay, everything is right there in front of me and I'm stunned. Yeah. I understand if it was on a canvas or like yeah. painted on... Um onto something but no this is like a 3d form where you can walk around it and like yeah. unless he was thinking for the view just for those in the street view i was just like okay they'll briefly look at this and they won't look at the whole art itself maybe i can get away with certain things but then as you said he double thought about it and was like hmm i don't think i'm both new this is going to cause some kind of conflict some kind of issue so maybe if I do it on top, it won't be understand. It'll be more understandable. Yeah, definitely. And we also keep in mind too that Joe Brown literally this is what he did for a living. Like it's not like this was his first and only sculpture, or like this was like something that um was like a random. This is your form of art. Like this is something that you are in the habit of creating. Yes. Um, other art pieces that he has created have been nude as well and you know that didn't cause an issue but he's also made clothes pieces but I from my research I've never seen the two become one like I know that he had a piece called like I believe it was the batter or full swing and when he made that one this was like in 1974 whatever it's a, somebody that's batting but of course they have a baseball uniform on so at that point, it's like, okay, you associate the clothing with the sport. That to me makes a lot more sense than, you know, a, a bit of a mix of like a hybrid sculpture. If you're going to have um, somebody that is in a uniform for the sport that you're depicting, that makes a lot of sense, you know, because for a gymnast, there's gymnast uniforms, you know, gymnasts, we see gymnasts on TV and they always have a gymnast on TV are not nude. So he yeah. could have them um but he chose not to so it's like why deviate from that even if it's about a perception issue clothe them then I'm I'm more leaning towards put them both in clothes yeah. than leave them both nude because if nudity is an issue okay maybe a college campus you feel like too many people there'll be too much traffic maybe too many people see it too much to to break down too much for people to digest put them in clothes because athletes wear clothes typically yeah um, that to me was just strange yeah, the woman yeah, the sculptor. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> she could have been in a one piece, uh, like bathing suit style, like the gymnasts wear. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead Tomakar. <laughs> what I was saying was, wasn't she a ballerina? She was a, a um, he was like um a boxer, and I think he was holding up the ballerina. But as you can see, like probably from the street view, you wouldn't be able to tell because she's nude that she is. A ballerina you won't be able to tell that and there's clothes that specific clothes that ballerinas would wear <laughs> yes i agree 
But you know, even with um with the term artistic mistake, because I feel like that is fragile. And that was one of the things that um I came across. Was this an artistic mistake? That to me is a little bit hard to um determine because art is subjective. Mm-hmm. And when it's all said and done, we can all some whereas we are like picking it apart and like, okay, maybe this is not the most sensible. Somebody could have seen it and like, wow, this is amazing. Like, look at this man lifting up this woman and she's breathtaking she's nude she's embracing all that she is like you know i am woman hear me roar moment and this guy is there to propel her up and like somebody could have had a really deep awesome interpretation of this so when i think of that and it's like artistic mistake i think that's very hard to say um because art like i said it's subjective it's up to how we interpret the art what works for me might not work for somebody else and what works for that person might not work for me when I think of artistic mistake I think of the artist not being pleased or not being satisfied with what they created if he if we're going based off what he did then then it seems like nudity would have been the artistic mistake because he changed from the nude idea to then put in clothes so it's like okay maybe he felt like nudity was an artistic mistake um if I was the sculptor then for me, the shorts would have been an artistic mistake. But to another person, like I said, it's it could be something entirely different. So I don't I don't believe that an artistic mistake was made. I think that when when it comes to art of any kind, you have to be extremely open minded mm-hmm. as far as what what can you or can you not see beneath the surface um I am a woman too so for a feminist to say oh his artwork is biased and then you have something that can be considered proof because you have a clothed man and a naked woman it's like okay now that causes you to question and delve deeper into now what is the justification for what you created or what is the thought process behind what you created and then we now start to think deeper and delve deeper, not only into those allegations, but into the art that you create. So for me, it was kind of tough because I I felt like if you see the work with no context, it's pretty. You're like, wow, this is beautiful. But then when you start to read into the sculpture, read into the history, read into his history, and then read into how people receive the sculpture, it can really change how you feel about the piece. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just going back um, from what we were reading uh, earlier in the semester, chapter five of the the book, um, Puzzles About Art, there was a scenario when there was just a blank canvas in a museum, but then someone stole it and then they put art or they put some kind of features to it. And then all of a sudden it just brought amazement and then it brought like more money into that art piece unless he had that kind of mindset where because I am a sculptor and I know how to sculpt these things let me try or let me wet my feet in doing this nudity part and probably covering this part will it cause a controversy or will it cause something to actually happen 
unless that's what he was probably thinking because controversy could kind of be a good thing either way even if it's good or bad you're still getting people talking about you and you're still getting that exposure so you're right that's something i didn't think about it could have been something he did intentional to get people talking about him and his work yeah that that is very true because especially since since we know like as far as you know people want to spark or like spark off conversation and when you do that, you have to have like an it factor or what's the thing that's going to reel people in or bring them in to even mention your name or put, place you in a conversation. This definitely works well to do that. So I can definitely see that being possible. Yeah. Should we go ahead and start reading the during podcast script? Yeah. Let's put, uh, is that me? I lost it. Yeah. We pretty much did what we, um, for the during, I don't think we had a script to actually yeah, I was looking like to see if I missed something because I think this is just a reminder. In the box, I thought we had to read that as well. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway, just in case. <laughs> but it says, um, during podcasts, in order to have a clear and focused podcast, it is crucial for all members of the group to read and comprehend the assigned case study before commencing the group discussion. The group host should ensure they read the case study beforehand to guide the discussion and ensure that the audience knows what they will be discussing. If the case study is lengthy, the host can summarize it, but it is crucial to capture the main idea and failure to follow these guidelines may, may result in a deduction of three points. I think that we fully covered the basis of the case study and mm -hmm. what it is about um, as we have progressed through the conversation. Yes. So thank you for joining us so much today um, with the students on the panel, Elizabeth and Nelly. I appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious. Thank you.